Talk Live. I'm your host, Jeff Deverter. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help you improve your business and those around you. Now this recording is from our Cloud Talk Live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's Tuesday, even after a long weekend, it must be Cloud Talk Live. We're back for another episode here on a happy Tuesday, uh, September 6th. Where did the summer go? We were we were just talking about that. Everyone, I want to welcome you to another episode of Cloud Talk Live, sponsored here by uh, the Rackspace Solve Program. It's our thought leadership program. But I would love to not just get to talk at you, but to talk with you and to you. So please introduce yourself. I would love to know who you are. I'd love to know where you are. So put your notes down in the comments, wherever you happen to be watching. Now we're off across about four or five different streams of technology here. So um, uh, not everyone's going to see every comment because they're in different places, but we see them over there, actually. And Daniel will bring them up on the screen if you'll introduce yourself. And when you ask questions later, we will answer your questions. You make clever comments. We might even address those clever comments. But if you want to get a hold of us here at uh, at the Solve program, I'd love for you to send us an email at solve at rackspace.com. Now that will come to not only me, but also the entire production team that's here that helps make this happen. Producer Daniel will get it. He's sitting there in the background making things happen. Susan Price is here. Glad that you're here, Susan, in the Alamo City. Uh, and uh, we have a great program set for you today. It is the first Tuesday of the month. And if it's the first Tuesday of the month, well, you know what that means. It means that it's Women in Tech Tuesday. So boy, do I have an amazing woman to get to introduce you to and talk about her achievements and what she's up to. So uh, you've got that to look forward to here in just a few minutes. Well, Bob from the Mid-Atlantic, I'm glad you're here. We've got Karen Douglas from the DC area. Mid-Atlantic is representing today. That's awesome. Massachusetts, we've got, uh, I assume it's Massachusetts. Rashmi is here. Um, MA may stand for something else, but I'm going to go with Massachusetts in my uh, my focus. We've got somebody here from the United Arab Emirates, which is fantastic. India representing, guys, this is a, uh, well, and of course we've got the professor here. We're glad that Miguel is here from Mexico City. This is a global program that we do live every Tuesday morning. I'm glad that you guys have taken the time to be here. Uh, Hong Kong is here. Holy moly, you're staying up late. Thank you so much for that. Well, uh, let's progress on here and see what we have. London is here. Desiree, well, uh, Desiree, excuse me, I think I said that wrong. Folks, as I mentioned, this is uh, this program is part of the Solve program here at Rackspace. Now, everything that we do can be found over at rackspace.com slash solve. You know what else you can find there is the podcast. Now we have unique content that shows up there. We also have the audio from these programs as well. Hello, Cor- um uh, Corlina from Midland, a big flat West Texas. 
but if you want to get the audio from uh, from these, I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast. It can be found anywhere that podcasts are found. Just look for Cloud Talk and look for that fancy little logo that we had created. Uh, all right, Maryland is here. Um, uh, Evan is here. Evan, oh, it's here. Evan, woohoo! Uh, flashback. All right. Well, you know, if you're so excited to get to meet Rachel, I'd love to introduce you to Rachel. Now, Rachel Hegedus is a very long time racker, and we're going to get to understand a little bit more about her career path here at Rackspace, and even before that, and the road that brought her here to to us, and what she's been able to accomplish. But enough of my introductions. Let's go ahead, Daniel, and bring. Rachel up onto the stage. I know everyone is excited to get to meet her. Rachel, good morning. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, I am so glad that you are here. Did you see Evan is in the chat and he is here to see you? I did. I'm so excited. Hi, Evan. <laughs> I told you we're a pretty relaxed group around here. So uh, Rainfield is where I have been all summer, and that is live in the Rackspace headquarters known as the Castle. Uh, I had been at home today, so I wasn't able to get into the office. And we were having a little construction going on, so I needed to be here. But, uh, but, but Rachel, thank you so much for taking a little time out of your morning to spend with us. I was talking to your boss just a few weeks ago, and he said, we've got some new amazing women rackers who I think we should have on the program, and your name was at the top of that list. So, uh, so welcome. Tell, me, tell us again, who are you and what is your role at Rackspace? Yeah, so I am the director of global implementation. So I lead our uh, global project managers. So all of the customers who um, come into Rackspace, either new to Rackspace or would like new infrastructure at Rackspace, um, my team of project managers help facilitate getting those customers, um, the contracts into reality, building out the infrastructure, whether it be um, yeah, it's public clouds or a private cloud and other offerings. So, so you know, when you hear somebody say they manage project managers, you may be excited about that. You may think, hmm, I don't even really know what that means or, you know, hey, project manager. But let's put this into context, folks. This is a global role of, of folks that she leads. And Rackspace, we're not here to sell Rackspace, but I want to put it into context. Has 120,000 customers all around the globe. And uh, the team that Rachel leads is the group of folks who bring on new workloads, whether, they, like you said, whether that's in private data centers or public clouds, all of that sort of thing. So it's an incredibly important role, uh, awfully uh, stressful. And uh, and one of the things we, we joke about a little bit at, at Rackspace and Rachel, I'll ask you, how many times did the escalation come through going, hey, just this once, can you put us to the front of the line and let this go out faster or sooner than something else? All the time. Yes. <laughs> all the time. So you're the lady who gets to prioritize you and your team to get to prioritize all that stuff. Yes. Yes, we do. Well, now your career at Rackspace did not start in such a lofty position. And this is one of the things that I love to, Hey, Brian uh, Zenders here. Um, uh, that, that I love to, to call it, especially in these episodes, is to rewind back a little bit and understand, you know, the, the beginnings of where, where these high-tech women executives come from. So what was that executive leadership role that was your first role when you came to Rackspace? <laughs> I was uh, in sales, in Solvay sales. So our, for our SMB, um, I guess, uh, organization at the time. 
Yeah. So, so folks, the, so many current leaders inside of Rackspace came in in some of the, I'll call them the lowest of the lower positions. I think of, you know, Josh Pruitt, who's our chief product officer, came in literally as like chat at guy number seven. I forget, I, th- I think was his, was his number. So if you were to type in a chat bubble, you had a one in seven <laughs> chance of talking to Josh. You don't get much lower in the totem pole. You have Travis Runties on here all the time. He was the guy who literally took tickets that would get put into, into the queue and traffic direct them before we had, um, before we had a way to do that automatically in, in ways that through, through artificial intelligence. And now he's CTO of something of our operation stuff here. So, um, so Rachel, you know, tell me about that career. What was it? First of all, what was it about Rackspace that attracted you in? Well, my degree is actually in business administration, and I studied in management information systems. So it was actually a good fit. Um, you know, we had talked previously. Um, my role actually prior to Rackspace was in commercial real estate. When I moved to San Antonio, I actually had an opportunity. Um, by way of uh, multiple friends that we had that worked at Rackspace who helped open the door for me and got me in here at Rackspace. So I felt like it was a good pair based off of my, um, my college experience, my college background. Um, And I had a bunch of friends that worked here who promoted Rackspace. Um, So I, I I felt like I was in a win-win situation. So um, that's what led me to Rackspace. As many of us, I think we all know somebody helps open the door and get a foot into the door at Rackspace. Yeah, it's, it's how I got here as well. Uh, Lacey's here. You know, I always love to call it Lacey. If you guys didn't see her episode, it was from the spring. Love to go back and check that one. And uh, uh, let's see. So what else is going on? So Rachel, uh, when you got to a point of having uh, as a as a BDC as a as an inside sales rep for install base, what was it really that that point when you had the opportunity to move into management? Yeah, so I at one point in my career when I was in sales, I um, decided I wanted to go into leadership, and so in order to make where I guess where I saw myself in leadership was in um, the account management space. So I decided to change gears. Um, and I saw it out roles in the account management um, area. And once I did that, I just made sure I sought out uh, leaders that I looked up to that were my mentors um, that I knew could help lead me the way into leadership. Um, and from there, I started to progress my career through account man- the account management organization. And that's essentially where I saw- started my leadership career. That's great. So, so a lot of people get into leadership and you have certain expectations of what it's going to be like, you know, you know, you, 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 you read about it, you see it on TV, you see it in the movies, you'd be the manager, be the big boss, you know, maybe think about for a second, what was one of the things that was true about your expectations and maybe something else that you hadn't expected that, that once you moved into leadership? Um, for me, um, one thing that was true about leadership is that it really is a team effort, right? So there's a difference between being a manager and being a leader. Um, and when you are in a leadership position, um, it, it's not about managing your your lead your records. It's about leading, and so it feels like a team effort, right? So I felt like when I was leading, I was just another member of the team. Yeah. Um, and I had really good rockers with me. I had, I've had rockers that have been with me for 10 years under my, you know, under my leadership who just followed me throughout my leadership career. They've kind of followed me through Rackspace. 
Um, one of the things not true, um, I, I would say leadership sometimes can be a lonely spot, but yeah. but at the same time, it's really not. I mean, you, you, you kind of open the door, you have a whole another network, right? So you, now you have your leaders um, that are also your new team members. So you have multiple teams that you can lead on and you have to just make sure you have really good mentors that you can lean on um, to seek out advice when you need to. That's that's amazing. And it says so much about your own leadership style that you have uh, Rackers who have followed you around inside of your experience inside of Rackspace for the past 10 years or so. That's really impressive. Uh, and so I, and I love the fact that you 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 call out leadership as a as a team uh, a, a team sport. It's the thing that everybody's working on together. There is no us and them when it's being done right, when it when it is operating efficiently, because granted, the activities tend to be a little bit differently different, but you're all working towards that same goal. You're all doing the work to to achieve the thing, whatever that job is at the time, which is so amazing. So uh, and you I love the fact that you're also calling it not not managing, you're calling it leadership, which is really what it is. And leadership is one of those things that is evident whether you have the title or not. And clearly we saw those capabilities in you. Now you are your current your current title is director, but of course is you know you're going to be a manager at Rackspace and there's senior manager and Oh, there's other delineations I forget, but eventually you get to a point where, uh, hey, Mary Stitch is here. It's always good to see Mary Stitch here. Um, but you move to a point of being a director, but you move from being a leader of individuals to a leader of other leaders. You know, when you made that step, you know, what, what was, it's always an exciting time when you move to that, but it's new muscles you have to flex because it's not you dealing directly with individuals who have problems or challenges or opportunities to work with, but you're coaching at this point. It moves you to that, that, that coach role. What was that like for you as you made that shift? Um, again, um, it's about having good mentors, right? So as we grow um, and learn, um, I, you know, you're, we, we should always be seeking out opportunities to challenge ourselves and to um, expand and learn and grow ourselves um, as we move along through our own careers. Um, and sometimes that means, you know, seeking out um, other mentors who may have more experience in that space. Um, and so in that aspect, it's very important. Um, and um, I think over time, you know, when you are helping to mentor and coach other leaders, um, you can sometimes lean on your own experience um, coming through. You know, for me personally, I kind of came through the ranks. And so I can speak and lean a lot on my own personal experiences. Um, and maybe I don't have a situation specifically that I could speak to in coaching, but I could say, well, this is how maybe this is how I would have done it if I were in that position. Right. Um, you know, or maybe this is something that worked for me, may not work for you, but it's just um, open dialogue and, and communication. And, yeah. Yeah. So I love your call out on uh, on mentorship. At what point in your career at Rackspace did you realize, hey, there are folks who have done this before and I can absolutely learn from them. Uh, and, and so, cause, cause we're going to, we're going to deal with this also of how did you go find some? And then how did you target some folks that you wanted to mentor? Well, um, I had some very good leaders here at Rackspace. So, um, you know, some of you guys may know some of these old school Rackers like Liz Maya, um, Javad, um, Olu. I mean, there's just so many good leaders that were here that I had, 
who had set the bar an example that I could lean on. Yeah. Um, and so I really like sought those leaders out that I wanted to emulate. Um, additionally, there's lots of um, organizations here within Rackspace like Power um, that I sought out um, and I made a conscious decision that I was going to start building out my own personal network. And so I joined Power. I joined the mentor programs through Power multiple times. And so I got to meet and, and really build my network out through that organization here at Rackspace. You're bringing up some great names from the past. I haven't heard uh, about Olu in so many years. What a great individual. Uh, Liz gets called out all the time. And she, her, her impact on, uh, on the company is legend. And, uh, and we, we do have, hey, and I was about to talk about Mary. And here you bring her up. Very good, Daniel. Uh, Mary Stitch was a longtime racker, and I got to, had the opportunity to work with her. And her impact as well was huge, the amount of folks that she interfaced with and, and her impact on, on the power group. Uh, here at Rackspace, yeah. we have the, the racker resource groups, we call them, but bringing like uh, people together to be able to uh, you know, learn from one another and grow uh, the, the powers of group for empowering women here at Rackspace in uh, um, uh, Mary was huge, huge with that. Uh, another question for you is, is now you're in that position as a director. I mean, you're, you're who so many people are looking up to these days. You know, how do you, when, when somebody approaches you or how do you spot or, uh, folks who you want to reach out to and tap on the shoulder and say, if I can be of assistance, you know, I'd, I'd love to be that person to you. So how, how do you now share and give back to those folks now that you're in that Olu type of a position? Well, um, when I do see Rackers who I feel like are great, you know, leader leaders and leadership potential, um, you know, it's, if I see open opportunities, I may reach out to them and say, hey, have, have you heard about this position at Rackspace? I think you would be great. You should apply for it. I've done that many of times. I actually have a lot of Rackers um, who used to report into me, who are now leaders here at Rackspace, um, both women and men. Um, and so I do try to encourage, um, you know, Rackers when I when I do see that special spark where I feel like they will be a really great leader. And I try to encourage them um, to apply for those roles, you know, even if even if it's going for the interview and understanding and learning what that process is like, um, you know, go out there, put yourself out there go reach out to other leaders, find out what it is that, how did, how do they get to their positions? What is it that they look for in good leaders and yeah. um, trying to achieve and, and, you know, reach, you know, those aspects of what a good leader is here at Rackspace. Uh, you know, what's, what's really ringing true to me right now as I, as I hear this is the fact, and, and Mary's talking about it a little bit, at Rackspace, everyone, if you're not one of the hundreds of Rackers who are hanging out with us here to opportunity to, to talk to Rachel, but you should be working in an organization. You should strive to work in an organization where what Rachel was just mentioning is the norm. And that that's a place where you have leaders who recognize your potential, whether you're in their reporting structure or not, and will come and tap you on the shoulder and say, have you considered this other role? You should feel comfortable in going to leaders, even senior leaders in the organization and tapping them on the shoulder and saying, would you mind if we just met for 30 minutes, uh, even 15 minutes at some point in the next couple of months at your leisure? Don't put any pressure on them. Just and, and if the and if the individual isn't willing to help, isn't willing to take the time, 
maybe you should think about another organization. There's a lot that is, um, you know, there's no perfect organization, but there's a lot that worked really well at Rackspace over the years. And what, what Rachel's talking about and personifies is, is just that. And then it's a group of folks who are willing to help, willing to help you succeed, willing and wanting to, for you to succeed. So, um, so, so Rachel, uh, as we come uh, here a bit to the close of our time, one of the questions I ask a lot to, uh, to especially to our women in tech folks who come and be a part of the program, obviously, as you were, you know, a young, you know, 10 or 12 year old Rachel thinking, hey, high tech, that's my career. That's what I want to do. What I want to do now is so many, uh, I get so many uh, comments from folks that say, hey, uh, I want to show this to my 10 or 12 or 15 year old daughter that that really it really is possible for them. What advice would you have either for young Rachel or for, you know, even this afternoon as somebody goes home to to their daughter? What advice would you have for them as they're you know starting to think about a career? How would they get to where you are or even progress in their career? I will tell you that um, sports had a very big impact mm -hmm. in my life. Um, I played sports um, from when I was seven all the way through college. Um, and there are life lessons to be learned in sports. Um, you learn how to be a good winner. You learn how to be a good loser. You learn how to, um, you know, cheer on your teammates when they hit a home run, giving them high five, even after you've just struck out. <laughs> um, so you really, really learn um, a whole lot of life lessons. So I, I encourage um kids to get out there, play sports, it helps build confidence. You learn a lot of great life lessons. Um, and I feel like it, it will set you up for, you know, being a good, you know, employee at any company and as a team player, um, and confidence and, and in being a leader. Rachel, in uh, all the time we've been doing these Women in Tech episodes and the amount of times I've asked that question, you're the first person to call out the benefits in the, uh, of, of sports. And I love the comment, teaches you to be a good winner, teaches you to be a good loser because you don't win every single day, which is That's right. And as you to harken back to the beginning of our conversation, it's a team sport in your office. It's not just you. It's you and That's your right. whole group. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the program today. You have a wealth of fans who have shown up to support you, and it is wonderful to, uh, to have had you here today. So I hope you have a great rest of your day, and let's go get some new customers online. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone, wasn't that incredible? Uh, you know, these conversations, as much as you can plan for them, always end up going in a different direction. There's always some nugget that we learn. Wouldn't that great advice about what sports can teach us? And you know what I think as adults, maybe that's a little something we could learn as well uh, in our, for our professional lives. Let's get out and learn how to win. Let's go out and learn how to lose well. Now let's limit the losing. Let's, let's uh, emphasize on the, on the winning, uh, but it is part of life. So we have to account for that. Oh, so such a blessing to have her on today. What a great, uh, what a great conversation. Well, folks, if you want to hear more conversations uh, like that, if you want to learn more about what's happening inside of tech in, in an area that is safe where you're not going to be sold to, well, that is the website to go to rackspace.com slash solve. Now, uh, just a little bit of background on solve. Solve is our thought leadership program here at Rackspace and, um, uh, it's our thought leadership program here at Rackspace. It's a place where we don't sell to you. We just have a bunch of free, great information 
for you. Now, the podcast can be found there. You can listen to individual episodes. You can subscribe to the podcast anywhere you can find those things. Now, a lot of the content that's been created there is been curated through, well, in, in the past, a, a smaller group inside of our office of the CTO, which has absolutely exploded. Guys, we are growing like gangbusters over here. And we have some amazing new talent who have joined the organization, uh, either from externally or from other parts of the company. And they are starting to create some incredible content. So you're going to want to start to make it part of your week. Maybe maybe a, maybe a little alert uh, mid-morning on a Monday. Set an alert for 10.30. Get a fresh cup of coffee and go read what's new over at Solve. I'd love for you to go check that out. Well, that takes us through our cloud discussion, and it brings us up to our section where we talk about what is new in cloud. In this section, folks, it's all about what are some of the news articles that are going on out there, where cloud is in, is in there, and why is it important to you? And our first article today that I found is, is this section, is this one right here. And it says, why establishing and regulated industries are shifting to cloud services. Now, this is a great one over from VentureBeat. You can find it over on their website. But the heart uh, and the moral of this story, folks, is the fact that all industries are moving into the cloud, whether that is all in on the hyperscale cloud, whether that is a modern private cloud, they are absolutely moving in, even some of these industries where they have been more cautious to make a move out into the cloud. Think about healthcare, think about financial services. I said this so many times, but there's such an instigator to huge amounts of digital transformation was what happened through us to us through the whole COVID experience. So much content either got put out willy-nilly into the cloud that now we're modernizing and getting great data from, or, hey, Bangalore's here, or uh, uh, you have an environments where we had private clouds and people just literally couldn't get into data centers. So, so this is a great article. It talks about why uh, these regulated industries are moving out more and more. You're going to see a focus from Rackspace, even over, especially in the thought leadership area around what's happening in healthcare. In fact, I've got a, a, an amazing racker who's going to be on later in September talking about regulated industries. All right. Also in the news, I always like a little cybersecurity. Uh, for your Tuesday morning, feels like a Monday morning, I was off yesterday, is, uh, is a, a new article that, uh, that from uh, Security Weekly that talks, it's an inside look at, at Hive's ran, uh, ransomware as a service tactics. Now, if you're not familiar with Hive, we're not talking about it in the context of the abstract, but the specific in the group over in Russia uh, known as Hive, that is ransomware for hire. These are some uh, really resourceful individuals. Unfortunately, they are resourceful individuals. They're doing some uh, really scary work. And it calls out the need for, well, not a lot of fancy stuff inside of your stuff. Just patch. Will you please patch your servers? Will you please patch your devices? Uh, so much. We don't, just don't click on anything. Do me a favor. Don't click on anything. Because Hive is out there and they're trying to get into your personal data. They're trying to get into your organization and hold it ransom. They've done stuff like midstream. They went and rewrote their entire suite of software. Yes, it's a suite of software so that uh, it would be harder for people to crack. They also went out. They have a whole sales department now, like a corporation would do. Folks, these people take it seriously. It is an industry to them and you have to be careful. Support your CISOs, your, your uh, chief information security officers inside of your organizations and patch your devices. Ooh, all right. So that's what's going on in the news, which takes us, come on, little clickers, let's work. Um, 
any data. There we go. All right. So, uh, so we're through that. That takes us up to, I've told you, uh, into the what's new from the cloud providers. So we will go through uh, the three that we call out each week. And it starts with Amazon. Amazon Connect launches an API uh, for... Uh, to, to search for cues by name, description, and tag. So if you're not familiar with Amazon Connect, it is their call center capability. Now they have AP, expanded their API capability to be able to search through all your cues uh, uh, by name, description, tags, really anything. And that is to ensure you're having a great customer experience by utilizing Amazon Connect. So check that out if you're an Amazon person. If you're an Azure person, here's what's new from them. General availability, new Azure virtual machines with Amper Ultra ARM based processors. Folks, there's a whole host of them that are in there. So if you're into and uh, need these types of capabilities that they have, well, Azure is there for you. They have a whole host of new virtual machines that are available for you. Also from Google Cloud. Uh oh. Hang on a second, folks. I think I have what's going out. All my screens have gone blank. Hopefully we're still online. But I'll tell you what's happening over at uh, uh, Messes Up. We're just going to push a few buttons and see if I can get you guys back on. All right. Can you see, Daniel? Uh, okay, awesome. All right, I'm going to just tell you what's going on over. We're just going to talk about this for a second. I don't know what the screens are doing. But over at GCP, uh, their secret manager, of course, that's for managing all sorts of passwords and things like that. Uh, now supports using annotations to define custom metadata about those secrets. So that makes it so much easier to be able to do uh, manage those secrets and do it across all sorts of different types of secrets. So that's what's going on over there. Now, I always tell you there's a job of the day, and today's Rackspace job of the day is uh, inside of our what's called Elastic Engineering Team. Now, at Elastic Engineering at Rackspace, it's a small pod of individuals who are helping you not just manage infrastructure in and out of the cloud, but also help you improve it on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. Now, the person who uh, drives that work forward across those nine individuals at Elastic Engineering is called an engagement manager. We're looking for engagement managers. So if you go over to rackspace.jobs, and Daniel will post that in the link, not that you can't remember, rackspace.jobs, you'll be able to find more about the engagement manager. Now, the engagement manager does a ton of things. Uh, they help align business objectives and coordinate service deliveries, ensuring that our customers maximize the value that they're seeking in their cloud investment. They do so many other things. So uh, you're gonna wanna check that out. If you are looking for a job, go, uh, Go over to Rackspace.jobs. It's the only thing I sell here, and that's coming and hanging out with us over here at Rackspace. I'm going to push this button and see if, no, it does not. All right, we won't worry about overlays for the moment. Well, folks, uh, it wouldn't be a great episode if I didn't thank our sponsor over at App Dynamics. If your company is running any sort of applications that you're writing, well, utilize App Dynamics. Go check them out for full stack observability, all the way from your end users, maybe even on their mobile device, all the way through the network, all the way back to the backend databases, not just for your system administrators, not just for your application administrators, but for your business folks who are trying to coordinate the performance of their application to the KPIs that they're being held accountable for. So head over to appdynamics.com to learn more about that. Well, folks, next week we are taking a deep dive into the cloud. I had a slide for you, but you're not going to get to see it today. And it has to do with all things uh, the cloud trenches and what's going on in cloud today from the actual part practitioners who are doing that work. So 
Join us next Tuesday at uh, at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, and we'll be here. So for that, folks, that's going to bring us to the end of uh, Cloud Talk, and we're back next week at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Have an amazing Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five-star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff DeVerter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.